Hey, it's Tanya Burton. Welcome back to the show. If you're new, welcome overall. Uh, you're here with Core 1031 Fitness. My goal is to make your weight loss journey enjoyable and sustainable. So if you find this podcast helpful and encouraging, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member to encourage and inspire them to get their health back on track, knowing that if they just implement the tools and strategies provided for free on this podcast, it will really impact their lives in a very, very helpful and beneficial way. So let's jump into the episode. Today, we're going to talk about how can I survive Christmas on a diet? It's possible. It truly is. It doesn't have to be overwhelming or awful. You can start today. I was actually with um, uh, FaceTiming a client yesterday and she was like, Tanya, I have like a million Christmas parties to go to and this is so overwhelming and there's, I don't know what to eat or how to eat or oh my gosh, what are they going to serve there? I'm just going to blow it and I've been doing good so so far this whole week and I'm just, ugh. it's like all this anxiety that you could feel, right? And I'm like, okay, let's break it down because once we break it down, you actually see you have more control than you think. So um, I'm like, okay, million Christmas parties. Okay, how many Christmas parties do you have going on this week in the next seven days? And she's like, I have one tonight and I have one on Sunday. So two. All right, we have two Christmas parties. That seems more manageable than a million. That's like, (gasps) that's overwhelming, right? And uh, so she's like, okay, yeah, I got two. I got two. That's not... All right, I see. I see what you did. I see what you did there, Tanya. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, how many meals between tonight and Sunday when you're going to have your next first party, how many meals in between do you have control of? And she's like, well, carry the one. Uh, about 20. I'm like, you have 20 meals in between now and Sunday that you have full control of that will make a huge difference. Like, you have control and you know exactly what you're eating. She goes, yeah. She goes, okay, when you put it that way, it's it's a lot more doable. It's not like I'm having a Christmas party 24-7 all day, every day, every second of the day. It's really for, you know, an hour or two tonight, five days of no nothing going on, and then on Sunday. And I'm like, exactly. When we break it down in our head and be realistic about it, oh my gosh, we're going to relieve so much anxiety, right? We might not know what, we, what we're going to eat at the Christmas party because we don't know what they're having. But we know that we can control all of today before the Christmas party and the rest of the week without any, right? And that was my encouragement for her. Hey, you have control of breakfast. You have control of lunch. You know, maybe let's just focus on some light meals, higher on the protein to keep you fuller. Let's get in that water and uh, save this amount of calories for dinner. And she's like, awesome. And to hold her accountable because that's why you hire me as a coach. She was. She has to send her plate at the Christmas party. And I give her a thumbs up or a thumbs down if she did good. And she did awesome. So if that's your concern, like, oh my gosh, there's so many Christmas parties and plays and concerts and kids stuff, break it down. Really, it's maybe an hour of your day. Maybe it's only like three hours of parties the week. Well, you got a lot of hours in between there that you can make a huge difference. Okay, so take a deep breath and just know you have more control than you give yourself credit for. So today, let's. I'm gonna give go over four of my top helpful tips that will help you uh, navigate through Christmas time and still stay on your diet. Okay, uh, number one. This is super important. This is my number one thing 
um, is your mental health and enjoying family time. Um, I can't tell you how many fitness um, coaches can care less about your mental health and uh, family time. And uh, they're like, it doesn't matter. You need to work out. It's your body. If you want it, you got to work out no matter what. And they never stop to like appreciate the present time. And then we, if we don't do it, we feel bad. And if we do it, we're like cutting out family time because we have to work out, right? Or you should still bring your meal plan and your containers to the party if you really want to lose weight. And that's just not realistic instead of teaching, hey, this is what you should look at on the buffet table. This is how you should set up your plate because that's reality. You're not always going to work out on the holiday. So why implement it now? You're not always going to bring your meal plan and your containers to events why do it now? You need to learn realistic strategies where you're dieting and nobody else knows about it. That's what I love. When nobody knows that you're dieting and you're losing weight, having a good time, and people are like, how are you eating cheesecake and losing weight? Those are my favorite questions when people ask me. And I'm like, well, let me tell you about this thing called flexible dieting. So um, it's okay to pause. That's point number one. Pause, 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 pause. Pause on Christmas evening dinner, if that's when you're going to celebrate it, or just pause on Christmas Day. Pause for 24 hours. You don't have to be dieting all the time. Everyone's like, as soon as I get started, I'm all in, and I'm going to go 100 miles per hour, and when I quit, then I'm going to quit forever. And it's like, no, do the best you can now. And that's my encouragement. We have like uh, seven, eight days before really we celebrate Christmas. Don't pause until that day when you're celebrating. Stay consistent with with your habits and all the good things that you're doing now. But come Christmas time, just pause and enjoy whatever the day brings, whatever makes you happy that day, whatever treat you're looking for or the gifts or whatever it is. And for some people, the joy is to work out. That's, That's perfectly fine. That's okay. But when you make it like, I have to because this person's going to call me out or this person's going to be mad at me or this person's relying on me. It's too much pressure. It is Christmas. Let's just enjoy one day. It's okay. And we need to learn that. Uh, uh, the analogy I use for a lot of my clients is we have an on and off switch when it comes to our health. You know, we, we, we flip the switch and we're like, I'm on it. I'm drinking my water. I'm working out. I'm eating healthy meals. I'm tracking my food. And then when life gets crazy and hectic and busy, we turn it off and, oh, I, I, I just, I won't work with a coach anymore and uh, I won't be part of any community page or community, you know, at the gym or whatever it is and I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I don't care about water anymore and I'm just going to be a lazy potato. And it's like, no, we cannot just turn our health like a light switch on and off, on and off. You need to learn how to keep it on. <laughs> so how do you do that? Well, you got to be realistic and just know, okay, these are my healthy habits. I'm going to keep until this day. I'm going to enjoy this day. I'm going to enjoy Christmas. I'm going to track my phone. I actually recommend my clients don't track your, don't track your stuff because you're going to do better than you give yourself credit for. We need to flex that muscle that you are smart enough to be mindful. If you can drive a car, if you can pay your rent, if you can keep your children um, alive and not strangling them... (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I mean, if you could, you know, there's so many great things that you are able to do. And yet we don't give ourselves enough that credit and confidence that I can make healthy decisions 
when it comes to food. You can do it. You just need to flex that muscle and, and be aware of that. So I always like to take it as a learning experience. I don't care what you do this Christmas. Enjoy it. Have fun. But learn from it. Reflect back and be like, okay, next Christmas, I did okay this Christmas. But next Christmas, I'm going to do this, 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 and this to make it even better. Does that make sense? So learn to pause. It's good for you mentally and physically. You don't always have to be go, go, go in 100%. You don't have to do it for anybody else or get that recognition like, oh, I worked out on Christmas. No one's going to care. I I promise you, no one's going to care. But if that makes you feel better, then do it for you, not for the likes and comments that somebody's going to give you, okay? Um, That's super important. Uh, Number two, if there's anything you do, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the weekend, this is so important. Whether you track your food, whether whatever choices you make with the food, if, there's these, if you do these two things, you're going to have an awesome Christmas and you're going to feel better about yourself. What are those two things? Stay hydrated because when we're around family and friends, we forget to drink water. It's like out of sight, out of mind. Grab your cup with you. Have it with you at arm's reach all the time. Okay, fill it up. Water and moving. Get your booty up. And don't just sit there on the couch watching the kids play. Get up and play with them. Open up their gifts and, and, and have a good time with them. Or buy gifts. Like we always buy gifts that forces us to get up and move. Like we'll do charades or that heads up game from like Ellen. So we have to like act stuff out. Um, bought a trivia game so that we're active and moving and we're in teams. Or like last year we did Pictionary. It was fun. We all got around and we're all like, you know, it's just, it's just a good time. It's not a lot of movement. Uh, some of them are, but it is enough to keep it interesting and fun. Um, help out with cleaning the table, taking out the trash, washing the dishes, like purposely move so that you're burning the extra food that you ate without having to spend an hour on the treadmill before you go um, or feeling crappy the next day. Like if you at least get eight to 10,000 steps on from Thursday to Sunday next week, you're doing awesome. 10,000, great, but at least 8,000, you're going to feel really great about yourself, okay? So that's what I recommend is if you just drink water and move, oh my gosh, those two things, whoo, game a changer for you, all right? I promise. Um, When you're actually eating, okay, and you're looking at how to make your own plate, right? Because we're adults, we make our own plate. We have complete control of how we make our plate, one of my clients the other day, she goes, Tanya, you gave me the most helpful piece of advice. And it is when I make my plate. And she's implementing this now before Christmas, which is awesome. She's like, half of my plate, no matter what, it's a non-negotiable, is colorful. It's vegetables. Whether that's salad and some broccoli or green beans, whatever. Half of my plate automatically is vegetables. And I'm like, yes, girl, that is beautiful. Because you're literally filling up on good stuff. And guess what? It's like 50 calories. Half of your plate is 50 calories. Like there's nothing in there just besides like the dressing and if anybody put like nuts in their salad or or some butter in the broccoli, whatever. It's not a lot of calories. So why not start filling up your plate with some stuff that's going to really fill you up with fiber and it looks like you're not dieting because your whole plate's full, right? So half your plate with vegetables, then look for protein. Okay, what meat am I going to put on my plate? You know, that's turkey or ham or chicken, ribs, whatever you got, okay? Doesn't matter how much fat's in there, who cares? Just fill your plate up with some meat. And then that little corner, that's when you get your carb. So it's not a matter of limiting carbs, just have a smaller portion of it, right? Or if you're not going to have dessert, sure, get more carbs. But 
for me, I like my desserts for Christmas because you get them like once a year, right? So I'll do all the veggies, the protein. I might do some potato. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, I'm not one to like eat rolls or anything like that. It, it doesn't faze me. Might put some mac and cheese on there if I can. Or my father-in-law's dumplings. Oh my goodness. I love his dumplings. He makes them twice a year. Once for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I do enjoy that. But I'll usually enjoy that um, after Christmas. So I don't really care too much while I'm at the dinner table. I'll eat that later. That's how I set up my plate. And I feel good. I have my one plate. I don't need seconds because I'm saving it for dessert. Um, And that's it. If you follow that. If you look for the vegetables. And if you're like, I don't know if they're going to bring vegetables bring them yourself bring the ones you like okay Uh, make them yourself you have control especially if you're at home if you're hosting or just take it with you people love when you bring different types of food that they want to try so uh, do that fill up your plate with half vegetables get some protein on there get some meat and uh, if you're a vegetarian bring a vegetarian dish i have a lot of clients who are vegetarian from the east coast okay they have a lot of vegetarian recipes that they love and then whatever carbs you like. And then when it comes to the dessert part, really find the ones that you truly want to try. And then always a helpful tip is just sharing it. Share it with your spouse or your kids. Um, if you're going to be cutting that cake, get a sliver. Like don't get a giant, you know, I always think of friends when um, I think it was like Rachel cutting Joey a piece of the pie. And he goes, a little more, a little more. Come here, real piece. <laughs> So it's like half the pie. So don't be like Joey. Um, but get yourself where you just taste it. I mean, the first two bites are going to be the same as the last 10 bites. So you just want to taste it, try it, compliment that person. It was great. How'd you make it? But so many times we feel obligated to fi- finish a full plate of desserts. And that's what really nips us in the butt. But if you have a smaller plate, smaller options, and you feel it, you don't feel as bad. And if you split it in half. Does that make sense? So... That truly helps. I always walk in with a sample mindset. I just want to try some of the food. I don't want a heaping giant serving of mashed potatoes or dressing. I just want to try it. Give me like a bite or two. And that's it. I'm good to go. So that really helps out a lot. Um, And finally, I really recommend just breaking down your day. Just like visualize the 24 hours before Christmas. Like, okay, if we're going to eat at like our family, we're going to eat at 6 o'clock at night. Guess what? I have all day to control what I'm eating. So I'm going to keep it light for breakfast and lunch and my snack. You know, maybe all together, it's going to be like six or 700 calories. And then for dinner, I'm probably going to have a 1,000 calories. I know I will. But I'm going to make sure at the beginning of part of that day, um, we're moving right now. So I'm going to be busy with cleaning and moving and organizing. So I already have activities planned to get my booty moving. I'm going to make sure I'm staying hydrated like I always do and just keep it light because I know I'm going to have a bigger dinner. And then come the next day, just go back to my normal routine of what I typically eat and how much I eat. Does that make sense? So just because it's Christmas Day and there's parties does not mean you start eating junk the moment you wake up because you're like, screw it, this day's already shot. No, it isn't. It really isn't. If you stick to your good habits, you will be surprised at how quickly you can see a new low in the next three or four days if you pay attention um, when you need to. Okay, Um, and I'm going to share one of my clients. I talked to her the other day. She goes, Tanya, the most helpful piece of advice that you gave me while I'm traveling with family and my family is all about food all the time. There's snacks and cookies on the counter and it's always there. 
oh my goodness, don't get me started on those peanut, you know, peanut M&Ms that's in a bowl and you just grab a handful at a time every time I walk past there. And so what I recommended that she did is don't stand next to that table. Whatever their snacks are, my mom has it. She has an island table and it's like full of snacks that you could just grab. And so what I've learned is go sit on the couch in the living room where you're not tempted to mindlessly snack, like when we don't even realize it. And she goes, that's the best piece of advice. Like I would walk right past it, sit on the other side of the room. And she goes, didn't even phase me to eat any of it. Whereas before I wouldn't even think about it. And then I ate it and then I'm like, oh, why'd I do that? So just be aware of your surroundings and what's going to tempt you. If the snack table, the island table is full of stuff, don't hang around there talking to your friends or family because you're going to snack on stuff whether we like it or not. We're like little babies. We always we want to put stuff to our mouth counts constantly, right? Like kids will grab something and just boom to their mouth. Apparently when we're adults, we do the same thing. You know, like it doesn't stop. So I recommend if you're one of those people that you constantly need to make that motion with your hand and I'm doing it now without realizing it. <laughs> so I'm talking, but you can't see me. Um, I always have my water cup with me and I love drinking through a straw. And so that's my thing. Like if I need something to my mouth, like I just need some, I will drink my water. So you could do that. And it's a great way to stay hydrated throughout your meal. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I hope that eases your anxiety when it comes to dieting and Christmas time. You can do it. Just got to plan a little bit ahead. Be realistic. Pause if you need to. If you don't need to, that's great. But I hope it's not an obligation that I got to keep going and I got to be perfect and I have to hit my macros. Just enjoy the day. Have fun. You might be up on the scale the next day. Who cares? Who cares? In two, three days, you're going to flush it out. You're going to poop it out. It's going to be totally fine. Okay, so like don't worry about it. It's not the end of the world. The weight fluctuates. It's going to go right back down. Just just stick to one of these health, healthy habits, whether that's, hey, on Christmas, I'm just going to drink my water. At least on Christmas, I'm going to hit 10,000 steps or I'm going to have one plate of food. Whatever you decide to do, um, just stick to it, plan, think about it now. That's why I'm doing this episode so far in advance so that you have a good week to think and see, okay, what's going to make this Christmas awesome where I feel in control, but I'm having a good time with family. Where's that balance? There is one. We just got to think about it, right? So I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to get, uh, to have you review it. Tell me what you liked about it. If you have any questions, uh, what future episodes you'd like for me to dig into, uh, just email me info at core1031fit, F-I-T.com. Have an awesome day.